Giuliani. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you for tuning in. The phones have just opened. So give me a call at 1-800-848-9222. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on with the banks? You want Rudy's take on it right away, right off the top? This is what happens when you destroy an economy in order to create a communist country. This is not isolated. This is not alone. This is not an accident. This is not have anything to do with Donald Trump, Republicans, Congress, or any of the lies from the liar in chief, the nitwit in chief. Can you imagine a president coming out today looking like he needed a serious examination by a gerontologist, a really serious one, and uh, reading this ridiculous statement that bears no understanding of what's happening to our economy, which is in a crisis with the American people frightened to hell about their savings. And this nitwit comes out and blames it on Congress, doesn't explain how, and Trump doesn't explain how. Well, Trump's been out of office for a long time now. And the single biggest thing that's happened to our economy that would bear on this is we've had a president that has spent more money than any president in a short period of time in our history. He's spending money, like John McCain used to say, like a drunken sailor. No, 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 not drunken sailor. He's spending money in the most irresponsible way ever Ever, 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 because it doesn't go into productive enterprises. When we spent this money during the Second World War, we created jobs. People went to work. They built ships. They built guns. They built, uh, they built uh, houses. They built forts. They built, 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 built. This money goes to make people not work. This is not work money. This is Marxist money. Most of this, the, the, the infrastructure is infrastructure so people can be comfortable not working. It's not building bridges. That's bull. You think we're only, you, do you have any idea what this man has done to us? I wanted to begin this show by saying, What else can Biden do to us? He has ruined our military. He's allowed China to become the number one naval nation in the world. He has now sat back and watched uh, China turn around Iran and Saudi Arabia and make them allies of China and taken away from Israel and America. He's making a China, uh, making it easy for China to overtake us by 2048 as the leading country in the world, which they have announced they want to do. And the agreement that was brokered by China between Iran and Saudi Arabia is of historic importance, ignored by the suck up 
lying press, traitors who don't care about America or the good of America. Our enemies have now gotten together in a beautiful, beautiful um, little alliance. And, you know, Saudi Arabia can go either way. We know that. Well, they, 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 all of these people have taken Biden's measures. Biden, I'm going to get, I'm going to get that prince who killed Khashoggi. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him like I got corn pop. Then, Mr. Prince, would you please give me money and please give us oil? We need oil. The prince said, but, but Mr. President, weren't you energy independent when you became president? Oh, yes, but I changed that because that yellow-haired man made them energy independent. And but, 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 Mr. President, didn't you think that was good for your country? Well, how, how could it be good for our country? It was done by that yellow-haired man. Are you, are you referring to Donald Trump? Well, quite frankly, uh, Mr. Prince, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, uh, they write it down for me at the Happy Valley Nursing Home, and then I'm able to, you know, and then sometimes they don't give it to me. Oh, okay. So then the prince walks away saying the same thing that uh, that Z says, the same thing that Putin says. Let me step all over this piece of junk. And then has to sit back and say, there's something fundamentally wrong with the United States of America electing this man. If I were independent of my country and I were uh, uh, as intelligent as I am and as well-read as I am and as historically knowledgeable, et cetera, et cetera, but not an American, I would have serious questions as to the judgment of the American people in having elected Joe Biden. And then I would look deeper into the recent elections in Chicago of another Democrat after 50 years of massive murder. I would have serious questions about the election of Hochul in, uh, in uh, New York with people exiting New York in record numbers and crime in record numbers outside New York City. I would have been frightened at the election of Adams uh, the year before in a city overwhelmed by crime. And again, another Democrat with a cop who talked a big game and never arrested anybody and was obviously more politician, nightclub goer, and gladhander than mayor. This is what they do. They reject competent people, and they go for the woke. And now we've got a bank scandal. Now we've got a bank scandal, and you want the answer to the bank scandal? You want to know why we have a bank scandal? There's two reasons. The wild incredible communist-inspired spending on the part of the Bidenistas and the green economy enforced on us by, again, a group of communists who used the green philosophy to intimidate us into redistributing wealth. It has nothing to do with saving the planet. It is a complete farce. It is made up by John, uh, by John Kerry by uh, Al Gore, who became a billionaire over it. Al Gore, I mean, why don't you dismiss Al Gore? He said we were going to be finished in 2010. These people have taken control of our economic institutions. So let me give you a, just a simple example before we have to break. 
So when you run a uh, uh, corporation, this is basic corporate law and corporate business. Uh, you have a fiduciary obligation to make a profit legally. You can't go beyond the law for your for your uh, investors. So you give me your money, small business or big business in terms of stock, and I have a fiduciary, an obligation of trust, to use my judgment to make money for you. So now I get a choice. If I, if I stay with the coal-powered plant that we have and make a few improvements to it so it is cleaner than anything they have in China, Or I get rid of it and go with uh, 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 sun power and wind power and whistle in the wind power. It's going to cost me three times more money, but all the greenies are going to be so happy. And my religion, which is known as the nature religion, is going to be very happy with me. But my uh, stockholders and investors are going to lose money. But they all agree with me that we'd rather be green than rich, or we'd rather be green than solvent. So I go with the green thing that costs my company enormous amounts of money. The bank uh, encourages that. The bank refuses to uh, on what SVB. It was a Democrat bank sucking up to Biden, hoping to be bought out and paid out and taken care of by Biden. It made choices based on green technology, not based on economics. And it's all Marxism. They are communists and they want to destroy the single greatest economic institution in the history of the world. American capitalism restrained by sensible laws, not destroyed, restrained by sensible laws. And nobody did it better than I did when I went after Wall Street. So don't tell me I don't go after rich people. They don't go after rich people. They suck up to rich people. I put them in prison when they violate the laws. They make money with them when they find them. We'll be back right after this, and we'll get really to the heart of where we're going if we don't watch out, because we are going right to the bottom. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show at 1-800-848-9222. Don't forget, we'll be giving you my final thoughts at the end of the show. I'm working on them right now. I think I already have them. And with common sense, we'll uncover the truth and get to a solution. Common sense, common sense, common sense, common sense. Boy, do we need it, and do we like it. So you're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show on the Red Apple Network. I, I, want, to, I want to go and ask uh, my friend Ted, uh, who is my uh, partner when I do my live cast at nine, at eight. Ted, these banks that are, well, certainly the first one, SVB, I can't say about Signature, which, by the way, I, had, I have accounts in, um, and I moved some out earlier uh, for other reasons. 
But this SVB bank looks like a woke bank. That's my understanding. Yes, it looks like yes, a woke – and so, so woke banks are like um, – I think they should all be sued for violating basic corporate law. Corporate law says that you have a – as an officer or uh, official of a, of, a, of, a, of a bank, a business, you have an obligation to maximize profit for your uh, state – for your uh, owners, stockholders. Yes. So if if um, if a – if something that uh, AOC says hurts the environment is less expensive than something else she wants you to do that she says doesn't hurt the environment, but it costs a lot more money and your and your stockholders lose a lot of money. Uh, unless there's like clear, unbelievable proof that it's illegal, you can't do that. But they're all doing it. That, that, that appears to be the case, and, Mayor. And we don't have any idea because we don't uh, – we're too afraid to take uh, audits of this, how many billions and trillions are being dissipated in our economy. And when you add it to the record spending that we're doing at World War II levels, without the return we got in World War II, World War II we were investing in a military machine. We were investing in a business. Now we're investing in a dependency society. That, that's right, Mayor, and what folks need to really look at is this uh, whole ESG-type policy movement. Tell us right? what ESG is. Uh, ESG, of course, Environmental, Social, and Governance, and that's something you're seeing uh, uh, across the country in these corporations, right? They're moving to implement these policies that really take a uh, an unbalanced – you know, they weight these sort of uh, wedge issues in an unbalanced fashion, and it has led to the – uh, it has at least contributed to the collapse of this bank. I mean, there are other issues, obviously, rising. So I can't I can't I haven't had a chance to take a good enough look at Signature Bank. And I may have to put some kind of a caveat on that as a um, as a, 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 a conflict, because my companies, a number of my companies have accounts with Signature Bank um, and have had from the very beginning. And I've had a wonderful relationship with them. So I have nothing but praise for Signature Bank. And don't know if they have the same problem. So let's not put them in it yet. But I do have general advice for you, which I'm very clear on giving you. Uh, get the, get your money the hell out of any place that uh, invests based on wokeness. That, uh, I, uh, the economics is a science, social science. It's been developed over thousands of years. There's nothing in it that says wokeness makes money for you. Economics is about making money. Theology is about religion. Ethics is about morals. So make money, do it legally, but don't try to accomplish all kinds of other social purposes through the making of money. Then take the money you made and use it for those social purposes. But when it's but but when you've got a group of people and it's their money and they don't all agree that we shouldn't have coal, you can't just go decide, well, we're gonna do away with coal and spend a lot more money on something else that will cost three times more and lose money for them. You can't do that. That violates the law that exists today. And one of the reasons this happens is these people have no respect for the law, and they're also trying to overthrow our government. Don't you understand that? How many times do I have to have Jim on to tell you that they are overthrowing our government? This is not... This is not uh, sporadic. And think about this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Biden comes out, gives that pathetic speech, which would give no one confidence in anything. I mean, I, if he were running, if he were the head of the nursing home, I'd throw him out. And then he gets on a plane and doesn't answer a question. I mean, I can't imagine this. I'm going back to when I was mayor of New York City. And we had several fiscal crises. I had one when I first came in. I had one about eight months into it, which was the biggest shocker because we thought we had solved it. I I got in front of the people. I answered the questions. I didn't even put my OMB director out there. Stayed up for two straight nights, memorized the damn budget and answered the questions. And told them the truth. The risk, the risk of insolvency, what we had to do to do it. The fact that I couldn't give raises for, 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 for two years. That's where I got the, the uh, uh, no, no uh, uh, heroes for heroes, which I had to do. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do that so that I could give them big raises when I was able to save the city, which I did. And I wish they would come back and apologize <laughs> because I got them through. And the ones who agreed with it, I must say, uh, were very, very, were very, uh, uh, well, they, they had confidence in me. They basically loaned me the money by not insisting on raises. But I made the tough decisions that had to be made, got in front of the American, uh, New York people and told them that. This guy runs up the plane. Lucky he didn't fall. We'll be back. And uh, something happened last night called Oscar. And I'm going to have Ted on to tell me what it was. Okay? And we have Vivek Ram Ramaswamy, presidential candidate. Rudy Giuliani Show. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we are very uh, honored, really, and very pleased to have with us a really uh, remarkable I hope he doesn't mind if I call him a young man. I am 70. I don't remember. (laughs) But I I am very impressed. I've been very impressed with him in general. But I was really taken today with his article in the Wall Street Journal. Thought it was one of the better and most powerful arguments I've seen that people can understand about the pros and cons of what's going on here. And this is a newsworthy position that he's taking. And, uh, I'm, 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 I really do. I really do think that Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, uh, he's a presidential candidate. I know he's way out there uh, as a candidate, but this is this is when even when you're way out there, when you've got something to contribute, you should be a presidential candidate. So, Vivek, can you tell us about the article today in the in the uh, in the Wall Street Journal about whether or not the government should bail out SVB? Yeah, so thanks. Appreciate that, Mayor. And it's a pleasure to be on and finally to meet you. But listen, so this is crony capitalism all the way down. And I think it's important to call it out for what it is. Well, it wasn't a bailout of Silicon Valley Bank. It was a bailout of Silicon Valley. All of the tech startups that had banked with Silicon Valley Bank, they got bailed out by the federal government because you know what's supposed to normally happen? The one set of rules that apply to ordinary Americans is that if you have $250,000 or less, you get insurance for your deposits. But if you have more, that's a risk you take. But right now in this country, we have two sets of rules for two different sets of actors. And the folks in Silicon Valley managed to win this one by playing the crony capitalist game to say that even if you're Roku, a tech company that had $480 million in the bank at Silicon Valley due to a rash and irresponsible decision they made, they're still going to be made whole. And I think that that's 
what actually creates mistrust in our system. But here's what I didn't say in the Wall Street Journal op-ed piece that I also wanted to be clear on is, look, the deeper problem here is the cancer of the Federal Reserve in our country. Okay, the Federal Reserve has been playing financial god for the last 25 years, trying to balance inflation and unemployment. They haven't even done a very good job of it. Right. But it's those gyrations that create these bank failures. And so, you know, that's something that I, I haven't said it yet, but I wanted to share here because it deserves to be said. One of the things I want to do as president is to reform the Federal Reserve, but you can't reform an administrative agency without actually firing some people. And, you know, there's a it's true. It just can't be done. It can't be done. So I, I'm with you, my friend. People. I'm with you. 20,000 people at the U.S. Federal Reserve System. That is, they're, they've taken on far too much responsibility. But the first way to address it is that I would take the headcount down by 90%. I would lay off 90% of the employees at the U.S. Federal Reserve. And you know what? That allows us to go, take a Federal Reserve that goes back to its narrow purpose of making the dollar a stable unit of measurement. None of this other balancing inflation unemployment stuff. They have a fat finger. They've been very bad at it. This is how you reform it. That's the kind of thing I intend to do as president. Thanks for having me on. I got to hop off. I know uh, know you do, but I got to ask you one question, okay? One question about the Federal Reserve. If the Federal Reserve operated sort of like the court should operate based on the original intent as an economic institution and not an institution of social policy, would we be closer to where we should be? We would be closer, but it's going to take a president that's willing to see this through from on high because that system right. is going to be. Well, I'd like to follow this. I'll come back and tell you. I want to, yeah, I want to follow this with a podcast. So let, you, you have a lot to say, my friend. Let's do it. Okay. I got to run. But God bless thank you. Thank you for having me. And, and good luck. And I want to share that with you. Congratulations right. for doing this. Bye bye. Well, I thought that was about as clear an explanation as you can get. And I really would like to get into that uh, subject with him because I don't know if, I mean, I do know about the court. Uh, that the court run as it should be run is a is a is a beautiful institution uh, in terms of balance. Uh, the Federal Reserve, if it if it just sticks with economic decisions, cold, hard headed, non emotional economic decisions, which after they're made, you can adjust if they're too cold or too unrealistic. But when you introduce questionable emotional political issues like the green movement which here i mean here's the problem all of us didn't fight back hard enough in saying the green movement is when they said it's science the answer is bull it is not science it has nothing to do with science the green movement is a subterfuge for redistribution of wealth from rich countries to poor countries with a lot of it sticking to the Al Gores and the uh, Klaus Schwabs and all of the other people who make a fortune over this faux industry. And then the decisions that are made are not made on how do I make the maximum profit for my investors but how do I make my uh, how do I make my polit- political co-religionists happy? And now, when you add that to the disaster of Biden spending without any reference to economic gain, so when Biden was figuring out how much money to put in to pay for 
uh, uh, infrastructure. There was no analysis. Did you see analysis of infrastructure projects? The infrastructure projects were social programs. It was a lie. So now, but it's more than just a lie. When you do an infrastructure project, you build something of value that produces additional profit for your society and expands your economy. When you expand the number of people who are not working and being paid by other people who do work, you are contracting your economy. So the money that was spent, all this money, you say, well, government put all this money into the economy. That's terrific. Just what they did with the Depression, and it'll bring it up when the war. Yeah, they put their money into production. They didn't put their money into non-work, into laziness, into don't, it is better not to work than work. They didn't put it into we're willing to go bankrupt so that we don't have any more coal. With crazy ideas taking on the cult religious aspects. This is what's happening to us, and here's my worry. And I don't have the answer to this, and we're gonna we're going to find out how many more SVBs are there. If there aren't that many more, we can get through this. If there aren't, we got we got we we, we got an economic crisis of massive massive proportions. But get your money out of woke institutions. Go take a look at the principles on which your money is invested, and make sure they're invested on the single, single principle called making money. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty simple and pretty easy to understand and pretty easy to follow. But you're going to hear a lot of garbage, and there is no good explanation for it from Biden because the minute he was called upon to give an explanation, he walked up the steps very, very carefully with many people watching that he wouldn't fall as he was coming down. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Don in upstate New York. How are you, Mayor? Good, Don. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for your patriotism, Mayor. Oh, you're so nice. Thank you, Don. Thank you. I remember you from Brooklyn back in the old Brooklyn days when you asked for me. Help your uh, campaign. So what? What are you up to? So here's what I'm going to say: Joe, Bi- uh, uh, Joe Biden helping solve this banking finance right now is like a fireman starting a fire and then be- getting paid overtime to put it out. <laughs> Except the fireman is senile. Uh, four foot two and two hundred and, and twenty pounds. <laughs> well, Biden, also, one last thing: Biden, Biden wouldn't know how to put out a fire. He'd create more fires. Yeah, I wonder if this has anything to do with the Bitcoin with Sam Bankman fried brains. I would not. I would not exclude that, my friend, and I would not exclude a big hit from that. Uh, uh, nonsense. 
You know, that 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 was another another woke crazy. You know, the mayor of New York, Adams, uh, uh, originally uh, had an idea that he was going to pay everybody in New York on cryptocurrency. Think maybe he should check. You think he should check in? I think so. I think maybe he should check in. I'm not going to say where. I'm going to go to Tony and Clifton. Hi, Mayor. I loved your guest today. He I did, too. Impressive guy, right? He did, and he really hit it on the head. Fire everybody at the Fed. Clean up house. Uh, they're doing favors. Now we're going to bail you out if you're over 250. I just smelt a rat, and he really made it very clear for me because I've been listening all day. So thank you. Thank you for your good choice. Yeah, I'm glad we got him at the last minute. I, I was very um, I was very impressed with the article this morning. And I don't know him, uh, but I was very impressed with the article in the in the in the Wall Street Journal today because I thought it very concisely got the point that we that this whole green and woke movement, it's it's part of the communist conspiracy. It's not uh, anything else but that to to destroy our economy and redistribute our wealth. And, you know, the redistribution of our wealth is not to get it to poor people. Stop all that nonsense. It's to get it into the hands of John Kerry and uh, and Gore and Obama and Mrs. Obama and Biden. And I mean, they're the ones who are getting rich on this garbage. And Kraus Schwab, he's making it out of money. I would be in charge eventually of all the money. <laughs> And if you want money, I will give you your papers for it. Let's go to Andrew in Toledo. Yes. Hey, Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hi. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to talk to you about, um, so all my family basically are Biden supporters. Uh, so I'm it's, made, it's I'm made family gatherings, you know, I'm sorry. quite difficult. Um, I just was wondering how you would deal with that. Um, I don't, I don't know a nice, I, I don't know a nice delicate, um, do, do they, are they, um, what, well, what kind of people are they aggressive people or do no, they, no, do they, but do they, they, just they always try to praise him at, you know, any gatherings we have together and it, it just grinds you, on my nerves. Are you allowed to express a opposite opinion? Um, I usually don't just, to avoid confrontation. Well, why why don't you give them pre- presents like um, why don't you give him a copy of Biden saying that he heard he saw Franklin Roosevelt on television reading the comics I mean, and, and then and then ha- and then on it, you have the announcer saying Franklin Roosevelt was dead for five years before there were there were te- there was television and he never read the comics. Yeah, that that'd be good. I mean, even my wife though is the same way, and I, I tell her. I mean, I know you're my cousin, but we can't do this. I know you're a you're a wise guy, so that was a wise guy comment, uh, which kind of like makes you kind of silly. You know, you had like a good point. Make a good point. Don't make something really silly and stupid. It demeans you. People have people have interest in asking important questions here. We try to give honest answers. Then we have to deal with jerks like you. You know, it's it's a shame. Jeffrey in Edison, New Jersey. How are you, Your Honor? How are you? Very nice to talk to you. It's a pleasure. 
It's a pleasure to talk to you. God bless you. You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Listen, I'm a small, I'm a small engine mechanic. I'm working on engines and things like that. And I got you on full blast in the radio in the garage. <laughs> and, I'll talk loud. Yeah, and it's great. It's great. And and you know, I used to listen. My father has passed on now, and he I'm always sorry. used to talk to the. Well, thank you. He, he he always used to talk to the radio and say, "You're absolutely right." But now I start to say the same thing. I said, "Get him, me too. Get him, Mister Giuliani. You're doing a good I, job. I, I do it with other people. You're doing yeah. a wonderful job." Listen, I called for another reason though, but I, I just wanted to tell you that if I was telling Sabalitz, I'd say. And who loves your baby? I do. That's all I want to say. But listen, what's going on? In, yeah. So, you know, you want to say a lot of things, but you only have a short amount of time. So my, my subject was about laser beams over Hawaii. I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but uh, I think they're gearing up for something. First of all, the, the, their premier, president, you want to call him Mr. Chi there, whatever. He's telling everybody to gear up. Now, he's been saying this for some time. And some of their industries and factories are actually starting to change over to do some military applications. Now, here, this is a little strange. Laser beams were sighted over Hawaii just the other night by an observation. Uh, so, uh, what's your what, what, what's your conclusion? What, what's your conclusion from this? We got about two about thirty seconds. Well, I think they're sizing up Hawaii. For, uh, a lot of people are thinking that there may be some kind of a sneak attack, and what they're trying to do is uh, put right. the laser beams on the island. I don't want to say too much, except that we should be vigilant and keep a real good eye. Damn on right, we should be, on. and and you know, uh, this is not a period of time in which you could discard things like this. So I, I I take it, I take it, I take it as something serious and something has to be looked at. Well, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to have the mayor's final thoughts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. Welcome back. And yes, it is a time for the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is an organization of unparalleled uh, uh, greatness, really, because they take care of of those people who take care of us, the people who put their lives on the line in uniform to protect us. And when something happens, they're the first ones that are there, either to pay off the mortgage or to build a smart home. And for $11 a month, you can be part of that, of having the back of our most important heroes. And that's going to do you more good than it even does them. So you get involved in it. Now, we have to stop And we have to take a breath and we have to say that something very significant happened over this weekend. Of a critical nature to the national security of the United States. And that is that China, our biggest enemy, sworn to overwhelm us by 2048, has been able to secure an agreement between two of our biggest adversaries. Iran, and I would not say Saudi Arabia is an adversary. I I correct that. 
to a questionable country. But they took Saudi Arabia away from us and more importantly, away from Israel. That is a significant diplomatic victory of a country that is showing uh, the capacity to begin to make a credible challenge for world leadership. When you add to it the fact that China has passed us as the largest navy in the world, is aiming to pass us as the largest military, and the budgets of the two countries have that happening pretty quickly with an American president who is responding by, in real dollars, decreasing our military budget. When you also consider that the American president recklessly gives away vast billions and trillions of dollars, of American arms, like to the terrorists in Afghanistan, when he could have burned them and destroyed them, or gives up an air base 400 miles from China, or uh, or is giving more money to uh, Ukraine than I than he's giving to the Navy, and seems to be much more concerned with the invasion of Ukraine than the invasion of our southern border that is resulting in record deaths of our young people, many of them minorities. One wonders that as we face this obvious existential challenge from world communism, because that's what the Chinese Communist Party is, are we prepared? Are we all on the same side? Do we have quizzlings? Do we have within our ranks people that are compromised by them? Well, the answer to that is, yes, we do. And the question is, who are they? And, 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 and just because of the yelling and the screaming and the blouting and bloating, and we can't, be, we can't be dissuaded from the fact of pointing who, out who these people are. And at, right at the top is the man in the White House. And the fact that, that, that this country ignores the millions of dollars given to him by the Chinese Communist Party means there is something very sick going on in this country. There is something sick when you cannot get an answer, demand an answer to how is it? How is it that you can have taken 31